0: The following podcast is for mature audiences only. Anything you hear in this podcast in regards to clips or music, I do not own any of it. All credit absolutely goes to the artist. For anything you may hear in this podcast regarding clips or especially music, it is strictly me trying to promote my love of music. And to hopefully send people towards some new music themselves. If you cannot handle anything in this podcast, which, could, which includes anything serious, raunchy humor, raunchy topics, well, I mean more serious topics, or anything you cannot handle, this podcast is not for you. Sit back, relax, enjoy. Let's rise again together. Previously on State of the Real Union, Rise Again. Why do we live in a world of fear mongers? Is it for attention? Is it because they're... Being humiliated somehow, some way, so they decide to make up some fucking bullshit. There's no need for fear-mongering. No need. It especially is bad whenever, um, you know, people with PTSD and anxiety, you know, because they feel like, oh my god, is it actually going to happen? Seriously, y'all, enough with the fucking fear-mongering. It's fucking stupid. I'm in the empire business. Allow me to reintroduce myself.
1: The revolution is televised. Today, Governor Greg Abbott addressed the power grid
2: as we approach some dangerously cold temperatures looming.
3: So he said the grid will likely face its peak demand again Tuesday and Wednesday. Fox Four. Stephen Dial joins us now with more. Stephen.
4: Sound like a broken record when we hear about extreme below freezing temperatures, instantly people in Texas, their mind goes to, will the light stay on? Governor Greg Abbott today saying that this is nothing like winter storm Uri and we will be okay.
5: I know a lot of people are concerned, is the power going to stay on?
4: From the start of an emergency management press conference Friday, Governor Greg Abbott said he realized Texans have concerns. From Saturday to Wednesday, state officials say the entire state will experience below freezing conditions. Abbott said while the power grid operated by ERCOT is fully
5: prepared, they are predicting tight conditions after the MLK holiday, we are expecting Tuesday morning and Wednesday morning well, to be the tightest times for the ERCOT power grid. Pablo Vegas leaves
4: ERCOT. He says because there will be little precipitation statewide, renewable energy like wind and solar will perform normal. Vegas says that changes with winterization also has power generators more prepared.
6: We've completed uh, nearly 1,800 weatherization inspections across power generation and transmission facilities over the last couple of years. We're on track to do 450 this winter alone.
4: Abbott echoed that statement, saying this is a different type
5: of storm compared to winter storm Uri, which resulted in the state being in the dark for days. It will last for several days, uh, but it will not be the... the- anything close to what we experienced during winter storm Uri. We're much, much more prepared uh, for this than we were for winter storm Uri.
4: As of Friday, looking at the forecast, ERCOT says we will not go
6: into any conservation calls. We do expect the uh, ERCOT grid to be normal conditions throughout this weather event. Uh, There's not an expectation of an energy emergency, and we are not calling for conservation at this point in time. Now things can change.
4: Now, ERCOT and Governor Abbott, they were quick to say, if your power goes out, first contact your power utility operator. So the different companies that you pay your power bill to, they say the ice, possible ice and possible strong winds can down power lines
1: and tree limbs. They say if your power goes out, do not think it's. In tonight's Fox 7 Focus, we're talking about the bitter cold and the Texas power grid. ERCOT has issued a weather watch which begins tomorrow and runs through Wednesday saying that demand could be high and power reserves could be low. I spoke with Doug Lewin, president of Austin-based Stoic Energy, about what you need to know. So the forecasted temperatures bring a lot of us back to February of 2021 when we saw, I think, single digits then, but we're talking teens, still pretty cold. Uh, obviously, then we saw an ice storm coupled with record cold and that paralyzed a lot of power generation around the state. Do you see that as a possibility this time around? If the forecast stays as it is with,
7: you know, in the teens uh, with, with the sun out and not much snow or ice around the state, um, we should be okay, we'll see high demand, we could see some scarcity and some high prices, but, but not too much beyond that if the temperatures fall further that difference between teens going down to single digits That is a massive difference in demand. Um, And we really haven't done much about energy efficiency, so we'd see really high demand. And then if you were to have snow and ice widespread across the state or even across large regions of the state where there's a lot of power plants, then you could see some drop off in, in supply. And that's kind of the perfect storm where we could get into some trouble. Doesn't look like based on the forecast right now that that's what will happen.
1: Yeah, hopefully that doesn't happen. But obviously, demand is a real concern. As you mentioned, when you get into uh, these more frigid temperatures, uh, how much of an impact could high demand have?
7: It, it could have a major impact. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, one of the biggest problems we, we've had, both in Uri and then in, in Winter Storm Elliot, where we didn't have outages. Uh, but there were serious problems in the market, cost consumers a lot of money, was the under forecasting of demand uh, by ERCOT. All of this inefficient heat in poorly insulated homes throughout the state is driving demand very high and you can't be ready for it if, if you don't know that it's coming right so we've got to get better at that that really high demand is absolutely a huge part of the problem and really has yet to be addressed by the legislature or the public utility commission
1: the fact that it's going to be really cold but potentially sunny that could actually help us right
7: Oh, in a, in a major way, in a major way. Yeah, we, we are now um, the leader in the United States on utility scale solar. We passed California in 2023. We are now over 22,000 megawatts of solar, which is just an astounding amount. Um, it's tripled over the last three to four years. You know, in the wintertime, you don't get as much as you do in the summer. Obviously, the sun is higher in the sky during the summer. You got longer hours of the day. You get more during the summer but it doesn't drop to zero during the winter. You get a whole lot. We didn't have near those levels of solar or storage during winter storm year. It is a major difference uh, for us sitting here three years later.
1: Uh, last thing I want to ask you and perhaps most importantly, what advice do you have for people heading into this cold snap just to make sure they're prepared?
7: You know um the obvious but i think it's important to say the obvious and that we repeat it and that you repeat it to your friends and neighbors and co-workers and the like people pipes pets plants right like you know check on your uh medically vulnerable friends family neighbors make sure they have a plan um do make sure you have you know don't go make a run on the grocery store, but you should have this already. Hopefully we've all learned from Yuri, some bottled water in the house, some canned foods, you know, things, uh, you know, prepared foods, packaged foods that you can eat um, if if you can't cook. Um, uh, What else? Make sure you've got the covers for the outside faucets. Again, this stuff is obvious, but um, I think it's really... I went down to the beach and saw Kiki. She was all like, and I'm like, whatever. Then this chick comes up to me and she's all like, hey, aren't you that dude? I'm like, yeah, whatever. So later, I'm, I'm at the
8: pool hall and this girl comes up. And she's all like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. the bad deal with this. In my M-I-E style. Old school. Uh-huh. Okay. Shut up. Uh-huh. Okay. What's up? Shut up. Uh-huh. Okay. What's up? Okay. Shut up. Uh-huh. Okay. What's up? Shut uh-huh. okay. up. Uh-huh. Okay. What's up? Right on my brand new name. Photo, vovo. I got a pocket full of people. Coquitain ain't got no place to go, though. But all my bougain boys, they know, though. That's for show though. Are those big of white jeans you're wearing? I'm not
9: hoping.
0: What storm? What storm? I didn't see a winter storm. Don't go raiding the shelves of everything. Oh, but wait. Get bottled water in the house. Get canned food if you can't cook, but don't go raid right the the shelves. Oh, there's very little precipitation, but yet it's some fucking big event. I don't get it. I don't get it. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to yet another episode of State of the Real Union. Rise again. We are back after a few days off. Um, I'm sure as you all can tell, I am still not 100%, but I'm well enough to do my first episode of the week this week. So I am back and I'm going to get through this as best as I can. Wherever you may be listening, however you may be listening, I appreciate you all for joining me here this afternoon. Um, Again, you all know who I am. They call me Sky, they call me Zane Phoenix, Phoenix Knight, Phoenix Knight 00, that's my gamer tag, uh, Phoenix God, Music God, um, Fantasy Football God, Captain of Longhorn Nation, Captain of Mizzou Nation, and Captain of Dolphin Nation, I think I also said Fantasy Football God, I don't know, I'm not 100%. Wherever you may be listening, however you may be listening, I appreciate you all for joining me as usual, because here on the show, as always, we value one thing and one thing only, and that's feeling what you want to feel, because when you feel what you want to feel, you're being real. And ladies and gentlemen, being real is a very, very big deal. This evening, for this week's first episode of the week... Um, we are going to do Why Can't We Have More Honest People like Avery Tomasco in the world, a.k.a. Stop the Fear-Mongering. And for the closing event tonight, um, I had something else in mind, but I'm going to address something political, and it has to do with the fact that the left is freaking out that Donald Trump might be president again. Now, as I've said many times before on, on this podcast of mine that is slowly growing, I have said that I am neither right nor am I left. I am middle ground. I have views on both sides. But the fact that the Democrats are now saying, and they're now fucking basically terrified that the possibility of a second Trump term could be a reality. I ha- I'm going to respond to that. I wanted to respond to that with my father. Um, and we were supposed to do an episode earlier this week, but I have been a little under the weather. So I'm going to address that here today. Um, that being said, the first order of business, ladies and gentlemen, Again, the main, the main point of today's show is stop the fucking fear-mongering. I get... I get that Winter Storm Uri back in 2021 was a very, 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 very traumatic situation for all of us in the state. I get it. But what we don't need is, ever since then, a lot of people in the central Texas media, especially all the meteorologists, except for Avery Tomasco, who I'm going to be mentioning a lot of in today's episode. Why do we need the fear-mongering? Why? I think I know why, and I'm going to address it. And I think you all know what's coming next. Let's do Jackass of the Week. Hey Gilmore, you suck,
1: you jackass. Why don't you shut the hell
0: up? And creative, he never left, dummy. He never left, jackass. It's time for Jackass of the Week. Alright, this week, the jackass—the third ever Jackass of the week goes to every Central Texas media person not named Avery Tomasco. And a little bit of it has to go to Greg Abbott as well. I'm going to play some clips uh, from a variety of people in the state uh, talking about the cold snap. Uh, here's the first one from Fox 4, Dallas-Fort Worth. Take a listen.
2: The power grid as we approach some dangerously cold temperatures
0: looming. So he okay, said the, the grid will likely so
3: face its peak demand again Tuesday and Wednesday.
0: Fox 4, Stephen Dial joins us now. Okay, I'm going to stop right there for a second. If it's in peak... Demand. if it's in peak demand, why are, you know what I blame? The fact that Texas is now Texifornia. We have a bunch of people fucking populating here. Let's continue. Or Steven. Sound like a broken record.
4: When we hear about extreme below freezing temperatures, instantly people in Texas, their mind goes to, will the lights stay on? Governor Greg Abbott today saying that this is
0: nothing like
4: winter storm uri
0: okay i want you all to listen to this very carefully this is one of the, the texas meteor er, news stations which i understand in north texas it got a little more but take a listen i'll explain here in a second
5: and we will be okay i know a lot of people are concerned is the power going to stay on
4: from the start of an emergency management press conference friday governor greg abbott said he realized texans have concerns from saturday
0: and rightfully so winter storm murray was bad very very bad i can understand that take a listen wednesday state officials say the entire state will
4: experience below freezing conditions abbott said while the power grid operated by ERCOT is fully prepared they are predicting tight conditions
0: because everyone's a fucking idiot during these times and situations. Let's continue. The MOK holiday.
5: We are expecting Tuesday morning and Wednesday morning to be the tightest times for the ERCOT power grid. Pablo Vegas leaves ERCOT. He
4: says because there will be little precipitation statewide, renewable energy
0: like See, little precipitation statewide. He got one thing wrong of, according to what I was hearing, North Texas, like the DFW Metroplex area, got most of it. Let's continue. And
4: solar will perform normal. Vegas says that changes with winterization, also has power generators more prepared.
6: We've completed uh, nearly 1800 weatherization inspections across power generation and transmission facilities over the last couple of years. We're on track to do 450 this winter alone.
4: Abbott echoed that statement, saying this is a different type of storm compared...
0: What storm? What storm? What fucking storm? Seriously? Oh, and I'm not even done yet. I got a lot more. Let's continue.
4: Winter storm Uri, which resulted in the state being in the...
0: Okay, hold on. I'm going to stop right there. Where was the storm? Where was the storm? That... See, that bothers me right there. They say it's going to be completely different. But yet they're saying what happened in the past week... It's a fucking winter storm. No. It's just cold. It's very, very fucking cold. Let's continue. Hold on. Damn it.
5: For days. It will last for several days, uh, but it will not be the, the anything close to what we experienced. During...
0: Something tells me. Something tells me that our... And I say this with absolute sarcasm in my voice. Our beloved governor, Governor Cripplebrains, said something during his full press conference when he was addressing this, saying something about Winter Storm. But I don't feel like going back. The point is fear-mongering. Let's continue.
5: Storm Urie, we're much, much more prepared. Uh
0: Okay, it was that part right there. We're much more prepared. Greg, it was a fucking just cold front, dude. It was a fucking cold front. It wasn't a full-on winter storm. It was a fucking cold front. Let's continue.
5: Yes, then we were for a winter storm hearing. As of Friday, looking at
4: the forecast, ERCOT says we will not go into any conservation calls.
0: Lies lies, they absolutely 100% lied. It was all over Central Texas news down here that they basically asked for the entire state to go into conservation mode. That's a fucking lie.
6: Do you expect the uh, ERCOT grid to be normal conditions throughout this weather event?
0: If it was normal, why did you send alert asking all of us to conserve energy Until Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock. Don't be stupid. Let's continue.
6: Uh, There's not an expectation of an energy emergency. And we are not calling for conservation at this point in time. Now things can change.
4: Now, ERCOT and Governor Abbott, they were quick to say, if your power goes out, first contact your power utility operator. So the
0: different companies
4: that you pay your power bill to.
0: Okay. Now is where the stupid part comes in. Fox 7 Austin, the head guy of Austin Energy, I I think it was it. I I don't know. Again, I'm not 100%. One of the lead executives of one of Austin's energy companies, basically fear-mongered by not fear-mongering. Take a
7: listen.
1: Actually help us, right?
7: Oh, in, a, in a major Definitely way in a major way yeah we we are now um the leader in the united states on utility scale solar we passed solar we're just
0: now hearing about this solar
7: okay that i i don't even know where to start with that i don't even know where to start let's continue in 2023 we are now over 22,000 megawatts of solar which is just an step. Established- if we had solar
0: energy we would not fucking have ERCOT telling us all to conserve energy I don't get why some of these executives went to fucking school but wait a minute When ooh
7: Okay, I got another juicy one here in just a second. Let's continue. Amount, um, it's tripled over the last three to four years. You know, in the wintertime, you don't get as much as you do in the summer. Obviously, the sun is higher in the sky during the summer. You got longer hours of the day. You get more during the summer, but it doesn't drop to zero during the winter. You get a whole lot. We didn't have near those levels of solar or storage during winter storm year. It is a major difference uh, for us sitting here three years later.
0: Sure about that? You sure about that? You weren't saying that last year. Apparently we didn't have close to the level of winter storm Yuri last year, but there was an ice storm that caused a lot of people in Austin
1: to lose power. Fucking lying scumbag. Let's continue. Last thing I want to ask you and perhaps most importantly, what advice do you have for people heading into this? Okay, here here it comes. Just listen very carefully. Just to make sure they're prepared.
7: Oh, God. You know, um, the obvious, but I think it's important to say the obvious and that we repeat it and that you repeat it to your friends and neighbors and coworkers and the like. People, pipes, pets, plants, right? Like, you know, check on your uh, medically vulnerable friends, family, neighbors. Make sure they have a plan. Um, Do make sure you have, you know, don't go make a run on the grocery store. Don't go make a run
0: on the grocery store. Don't go make a run
7: on any grocery stores raiding the shelves. Should have this already. Hopefully we've all learned from Yuri. Some bottled water in the house.
0: You're basically fear-mongering by not fear-mongering. Making sure we have bottled waters in the house. Making sure that you have canned food in the house if you can't cook. That's fucking fear-mongering. That's... Fear-mongering at its finest. The Queen and I, we went to Austin Saturday? Yeah, it was Saturday. We went to one of the locations in Austin and almost all the fucking shelves were empty. Is Doug Lewin responsible for the fear-mongering or is it the overall Central Texas meteorologist? I've got some more to play here in a minute. But what this dipshit did, basically said, oh, don't panic, but make sure you have canned food and bottled water. What happened? Every single grocery store from Walmart to Target, etc., 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 they were getting fucking raided. They were getting fucking raided. Oh, don't don't go ransack the grocery store, but make sure you have bottled water, bottled water, and canned food if you can't cook. That's fear mongering. That is fear mongering with a fucking capital F. E. A. R. M. O. N. G. E. R. I. N. G. What the fuck? Remember how I said a few weeks ago. This society deserves a new nickname, United States of Stupidity. Let's continue.
7: Some canned foods, you know, things, uh, you know, prepared foods, packaged Oh, God.
0: Oh, God. It's going to be nothing like Winter Storm Yuri. It's going to be nothing like Winter Storm Yuri. Oh, but make sure you have packaged foods. Make sure you have... Prepared foods, canned foods. What the fuck? Has this society gone so stupid? Because to me, that's what it
7: sounds like. That is what it sounds like. Let's continue. You can eat um, oh, if, if you can't cook. Um, uh, what else? Make sure you've got the covers for the outside faucets. Again, this stuff is...
0: Okay, when it comes to outside... That's fine. That's fine. But to say, oh, it's not going to be anywhere close to Winter Storm Yuri, don't go raiding the shelves at every single grocery store in the state. Oh, but wait a minute. Make sure you're prepared. Make sure you're prepared. I mean, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? I literally, when the queen and I saw that, when we went to a store in Austin, again, I don't want to say the name due to reasons, but I'm sure y'all can figure it out. I wanted to make fun of everybody panicking. Oh, we need five rolls of toilet or we need five things of toilet paper. Oh, we need all the fucking milk. Oh, we need all the fucking bread. All the fucking PB and J. All the fucking canned food. All the fucking microwavable food and frozen food. Jesus Christ on a stick. I want to do the voice, but I can't. I mean, what the fuck is wrong with people? What the fuck is wrong with people? I got another one. I got another one. Remember how Pablo Vegas just a few minutes ago said that we're, this is not a conservation effort? He's a liar. Take a listen. Well, the tight
7: grid conditions that we mentioned ERCOT is expecting will be between 6, 8. So
0: Pablo Vegas... Basically, lied. Why are people so fucking stupid? Why are people so fucking stupid? ERCOT is not reliable, worth shit. Half of the fucking members are from California. Let's continue. 10 a.m.
7: tomorrow. That is when it is asking Texans to cut back on electricity use as the forecast is putting record breaking demand on the grid. The old time winter demand record for demand is 74,000 megawatts. For perspective, ERCOT forecasts as much as 83,000 megawatts tomorrow. Now, there have already been some localized issues not related to the grid that can be dangerous in this cold. Boxer Stephen Dial live now with more. Stephen.
4: Blake, extreme cold temperatures all day today, and it's not ending today. While that conservation alert is in for tomorrow, some North Texans were in the cold in their homes
0: this morning. I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, we're we're not going to ask Texans to save energy. Oh, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's exactly what we're going to do days later. So fucking stupid. Let's continue. CBS Austin, not Avery Tomasco fear-mongering as well while i look
1: i'm going to continue to play this video let's continue it's kind of chilly out here you know it's very cold out here it
4: feels like we're in a different state right now it's very cold unless you stayed in your warm home sunday you know the weather in north texas is extremely cold it's
7: freezing (laughs) i'm not used to this i'm from louisiana so it
4: doesn't get this cold usually temperatures were in the teens most of the day and topped out in the low 20s where is your coat At home? Tarrant County Ambulance Provider MedStar has been busy. The
6: good news is we have not had any carbon monoxide related calls yet. However, we have had eight patients so far that we have treated for hypothermia. And that's just in the last 24 hours. With the anticipated wintry precipitation that's coming, we are getting ready for a large number of motor vehicle crashes in the evening and overnight.
0: Yeah, because people drive like fucking idiots. People drive like fucking idiots. I mean, when the queen and I were talking with her sister about it, her sister made a very good point. With the fact that there wasn't a lot of wintry precipitation, anybody ever stop to think that maybe half of this shit is man-made? Pour water on the side of the road, it's going to turn into ice. There's a lot of crashes every day anyways. From what I heard, according to some of the people I know and others in general, roads weren't bad at all. Roads weren't bad at all. Jesus fucking Christ, let's continue. Sunday called for Texans to
4: conserve energy Monday morning, saying okay, reserves hires. are expected to be low during peak demand. Some in Collin County are already dealing with localized outages.
9: I was praying that the heat would stay on within this time frame over these days, through this winter, bad winter weather, and probably about a few hours later, in the dark.
4: Sanja Beauchamp just bought a new home in Princeton. She woke up cold at 2 a.m. Sunday. She says for six months, she's had brief power outages, and on this day of all days, it happened again. She told Fox 4 Encore says that they're having equipment problems. Now she's worried about pipes bursting.
9: I'm concerned about that because, you know, they tell you to leave your doors open, you know, for the heat to circumvent.
4: Plumbing experts recommend you follow their advice to keep pipes from freezing. Vontae Westbrook said he knows all too well the impact...
0: Ah, uh, part of me wishes I wasn't, or part of me wishes that I was a hundred percent so I can really react to this. But, you know, a part of me is just like, Jesus, what the fuck? What the fuck? I mean, what is wrong with people? I I don't get it. I don't get it. See, the reason why I played those... The reason why I played those is because they lie. They lie. They lie. So... Just, why? Why? Why do you have to lie? I don't get it. Still trying to look for some of those um, ads. Um... Hold on, give me one second. Again, I apologize. This is the first time I've... Did a show this week. Um... (laughs) You already know. You already know. That... Okay, you know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, okay. Here's an article... From CBS Austin. Not Avery to Moscow. What groceries should you buy. Before the winter storm. Really? Really? This was nowhere close to a storm. What items should you buy before? before the winter storm are we seriously every time it's gonna be cold in this state are we seriously gonna fucking start fear mongering now is that is that what this is gonna be about now really Christ Jesus fucking Christ what is wrong with people yes once again I get it I get it it was a very very dark time during winter storm Uri but until it actually happens again they need to stop fucking lying they need to stop fucking lying. Because that's what they've done every year since. Why? Everybody but Avery to Moscow is basically lying and fear-mongering. I mean, Jesus Christ. Here's another one. Kristen Curry, three days ago. Basically wondering, where the fuck is the winter storm? Let's take a listen. It's loading. Breaking news from KXAN News.
10: That breaking news out of the first warning weather center. Parts of Central Texas upgraded to being now under a winter storm warning. It is.
0: Winter storm warning? Where the fuck was it? Where the fuck was it? Because everyone drives like fucking maniacs on the road? Jesus, I said it before and I'll say it again. It's like... A fucking stupid ray struck this society during COVID. Let's continue.
11: Start your day, and you can see here these are some photos sent from outside the Austin Airport overnight. There is
0: Oh, little little snowfall hit Austin Bergstrom. Jesus Christ.
11: A wintry mix on the ground, sleet and snow flurries reported across central Texas
10: and now we are joining us this morning thankfully kristen is in i'm avery travis in for sally
11: and i'm tom miller so uh, kristen we're looking at this we know that oh, this storm has been upgraded what are we expecting
0: what winter storm what happened this past week is not a storm jesus fucking christ fear-mongering
1: at its finest has been upgraded yeah so it's just we're seeing the impacts a little bit earlier than anticipated so we've got some oh, got slick it. spots already on aerial roadways this means that we're gonna want to take it easy
0: if if you want to take it easy how about fix the fucking problems how about the city of austin stop growing in the fucking los angeles 2.0 all these people from California moving here every fucking day. Oh, let's take it easy. Everyone drives like fucking idiots anyways, every fucking day. Oh, but wait a minute. Oh, but wait a minute, because there's a winter storm, and I say that with quotation marks. Really? What winter storm? What? Winter storm? I don't get it. Winter storm my ass. It was just fucking cold. Oh, but we've been upgraded to a winter storm. All I heard was that there was snow, a little bit of snow at Austin Bergstrom in Del Valley. And that didn't look like shit. Oh, but wait a minute. We're in a winter storm. Oh, my God wrong with people let's continue
1: if we have to go out you're looking at radar thinking where is it well
0: it's not there kristen curry but yet oh we're in a winter storm oh we're in a winter storm oh my god oh my god i'm kristen curry kristen I apologize for this, but that take right there doesn't make you look like the brightest tool in the shed, dude. Winter storm? Oh, yeah, we're in a winter storm. Oh, my God. But yet, you're basically acknowledging that there's not a winter storm. But yet, you're saying, we are in a winter storm. What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? What the fuck is wrong with all you people? Fear-mongering commercials. Oh, my God here here at KXAN, all we're trying to do is get everybody to be prepared. Oh my god, oh my god, we're in a winter storm. This was not a winter fucking storm. This was just very, 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 very cold. It's cold in Minnesota. It's cold in Missouri. It's cold in Alaska. Doesn't mean they're always going through a winter storm. Is that what this state has become? Oh, every time it gets cold now. Oh my God. Oh my God, we're in a winter storm every time it gets cold out. Well, gee. If ERCOT and this state didn't want... First of all, if ERCOT... Those fucking... California pieces of shit don't want us to constantly be in these situations, Tyler Gregg. Same thing goes with Governor Cripplebrains. Yes, Greg, I'm talking about you, Cripplebrains. If they didn't want this to happen, then stop having these fucking people move in from California. Stop having these people move in from California. And number two, a winter storm is winter storm Yuri. Last year, we just got freezing rain that turned into ice. This year, we didn't get shit. We didn't get shit. Oh, But just because some snow fell near the airport. Oh, just because some snow fell in Del Valley, Little, little, little bits of snow. Oh my God, we're in a winter storm. Oh my God. I didn't see a winter storm here. Do these people know what a storm is? Do these people seriously know what a fucking storm is? No, a storm, ladies and gentlemen, because it appears that every single meteorologist in Texas, except for Avery, don't know what a winter storm, or don't know what a storm is. A storm, ladies and gentlemen, is a pattern of weather that comes down hard, raining hard, thundering, blizzard. That is what a winter storm is. That is what a winter storm is. This past week, that wasn't shit. Oh, but wait a minute. What groceries should you buy before the winter storm? Oh, oh my God, we're in a storm. Oh, but wait, where is it? Oh my God, we're in a storm. Come on, guys. Jesus fucking Christ. It was ever since Winter Storm Uri that everyone going forward in this state started panicking. Is when I got introduced to Avery Tomasco. Avery Tomasco, ladies and gentlemen, is the most honest weatherman In the world today, especially in Central Texas. He doesn't bullshit you, he will give you the facts, and he's not a fucking fear monger. I'm surprised that he doesn't have his own news station. If he had his own news station, I'd fucking watch that over KXAN. I don't know, I'd watch that over CPS Austin i watched watch that over K-View or K-I. Oh, no, wait, K. Okay, Fox 7, Fox 7, whatever, whatever. The point is, the point is, the fear-mongering has to stop. And I'm not done with this yet, because that's going to be my main event. But let me just say this. <clears throat> to all State of Texas Meteorologists Especially in Central Texas From Scott Fisher To Kristen Curry To David Gibbons To everybody Else over at Fox 7 And KXAN And KVU. And every single meteorologist other than Avery at CBS Austin, why are you fear-mongering? Is it because you can't handle the truth? Is it because Avery is kicking your ass by being a three-time winner of the Central Texas, I would also assume, Texas meteorologist because he's honest and he doesn't bullshit? Is that the reason why? Oh my God. Avery's kicking our ass. He He's so honest. Let's fear monger so we can get clicks and ratings. Oh my God. Because if so, that's not going to work. Because it damn sure is not going to work with me. It damn sure is not going to work with me. And anybody else out there... I would seriously advise you to take that into consideration. My father loves Avery Tomasco. Avery is the only one that my father will watch when it comes to Austin news. Or Central Texas news in the weather. Because Avery doesn't bullshit. Avery doesn't bullshit. Every single year around this time... I go to Avery. And here's the difference between all these other fucking knuckleheads and Avery. Avery takes the time to respond and give us the facts. Does Kristen Curry do that? No. Does David Yemens do that? No. Does Scott Fisher do that? No. Now granted, I like David Yemens. I like Scott Fisher, but no offense. They're a bunch of fucking fear mongers. What is... What like seriously? What is this? What is this? Is that what it's gonna be now? Every time cold weather comes to this state, we're all gonna be fear mongering, except for Avery. Is that what we're gonna do now? Because if so, y'all y'all need to take another look. Y'all need to seriously follow Avery on Twitter. I do. Follow him on Facebook. I do. Follow him on Instagram. I'm not sure if he has an Instagram, but if he did, I'd be following him. I follow CBS Austin, but I don't watch any other weather update or weather post if it doesn't have Avery in it. Why? Because Avery doesn't bullshit. And finally, again, ERCOT, Cripple Brains. Stop your fucking lying. Stop your fucking lying because it makes you both look it makes you all look like idiots. Makes you look like idiots. If we if y'all didn't want and I blame all Central Texas leaders too or I mean all Texas city leaders too, city councils and all that bullshit. If y'all didn't want this to happen we in tighter weather conditions. Then we need to fix the problems that this state is facing. That this state is facing. Why can't we do that? Because capitalism reigns supreme. But seriously, my advice to everyone my my phoenix empire everyone that i know and then some if you want real weather updates and honest weather updates go to Avery Tomasco he doesn't bullshit you everyone else does and that ladies and gentlemen is why every single central texas meteorologist especially but every single texas meteorologist not named Avery Tomasco. And along with every single Central er, Texas meteorologist. I'm going to add ERCOT, Pablo Vegas, and Greg Abbott. A.K.A. Cripple Brains. To this week's Jackasses of the Week. When we come back. I'm going to take a quick break. But when we come back. We gotta stop the fucking fear-mongering. It's not just with the weather. Stop the
12: fear-mongering when we come back next. Okay, so not a popular opinion right now, but I want you to hear this because I believe that this is much better than the stuff you're gonna hear in mainstream media and social media. So you're probably surrounded right now by this plethora of FUD. How the world is ending, the dollar is collapsing, the end of the civilization, the sky is falling sell sell sell, you know, everything is red and I'm here to tell you that the reality is much more nuanced than this but a nuanced reality is much tougher to sell as a thumbnail (laughs) and that's why you're getting all this FUD it's cheap and I call it recession porn now look, I'm gonna explain to you in two minutes why things are actually much better than they look appearance can be deceiving if you can understand nuance analysis and even though it's not easy to sell nuance analysis on youtube i'm going to try and do it although i'm not really selling it i'm just giving it away because i don't sell nothing so you know don't click nothing don't smash nothing don't buy nothing as always so look the reason that i think things will be okay quite quickly in fact is because of inflation inflation is almost um the thing that causes the shitstorm that we're in right now but also the sh- same thing that would cause the stock market to rise at least in the short to medium term and I'll explain so first of all let's back up a little bit so last two days you've seen red now the reason is you had two weeks of a green run and as always whenever you have a bull run there's always a correction it's natural progression of things. This is how the stock market works, literally. Now here's the thing. Every correction needs a trigger event. In this case, the trigger event was the FOMC meetings. If you want to go one day before that, it was the Bernard speech about the 0.5% and the aggressive cutting of the balance sheet, right? So the correction happens, so what's next? And I think what's next is a green, at least in the short to medium term, and here's why. Think about it this way. Right now, we have a lot of people who went back to square one. Before those two weeks in which we had this massive, massive green run, people were parked on the sideline with a lot of money. And the minute we had a nice little run, sustainable run, everybody poured back in. And over the past two two days, I want to say, a lot of these same people institution, institutions pulled back their money. And let's say you're one of those people right now, and you have to make a decision, what do you want to do with this money? So you got a couple of options. Option number one, you can sit in cash and wait it out. So if you're gonna sit in cash and wait it out, the cost would be 10% a year. A disinflation, 8%, probably going on 10 very, very soon. You're gonna be losing 10% of your money every year you're on the sideline. So a 10% loss per year isn't good financial management, right? Option number two, you can put it in the bond market. Well, get 2%, lose 10%, lose i mean by inflation right still really rotten deal
11: so what are the facts what is uranium 1 <laughs> republicans repeatedly mentioned and sometimes ask questions about
2: uranium 1 Uranium is a big subject. If the mainstream media would cover the uranium scandal. The
3: controversial Uranium One deal and its ties to the Clinton Foundation donations.
2: We're
11: going to untangle the giant web of Clinton scandals and corruption. The accusation is predicated on the charge that Secretary Clinton approved the sale. She did not. If there's nothing there, and that's what they tell us, they tell us there's nothing to this and nothing came of it, there's a nothing burger, it wasn't even memorable, didn't write it down, didn't tell you about it because it wasn't anything, so I didn't even remember it with a Russian interpreter in the room at Trump Tower. If all of that, why all these lies? Why why is it lie after lie after lie? If you clean, come on, clean. Judge Andrew Napolitano commented on the morning show Fox & Friends. That he has sources who say British intelligence was involved in surveillance at Trump Tower. Fox News cannot confirm Judge Napolitano's commentary. Fox News knows of no evidence of any kind
13: that the now jurors. The gentleman from Massachusetts is recognized. So, Mr. Speaker, um, uh, I, I want to make clear to my colleagues. You know, actually, in the Senate bill, uh, there was explicit language that made it very clear that uh, none of these uh, none of this money would be used for audits for people earning $400,000 or less are targeted at small businesses. But Republicans over in the Senate insisted that the language be stripped out. And now they're complaining about it. But you know what? i got good news for you. Um, I want to ask unanimous consent to insert in the record a letter from uh, 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 Treasury Secretary Yellen that makes it crystal clear that that's not what's going to happen. And by the way, uh, a letter from... Donald Trump's appointed IRS commissioner, who's still there, who made it very clear that it won't be used for that. So stop the misinformation, stop the fear-mongering. You know, I get it, my Republican, my Republican friends do not want to lower the cost of prescription drugs for senior citizens. They don't want to do anything about climate change. They don't want to pay down the deficit or the debt. I mean, I get it, you know what? But we do, and the American people do, and I'm proud of them.
1: Fear-mongering, frightening people, can benefit some groups because if you're the group who offers the solution to those fears, I'm the witch doctor and I've gotten you frightened of witches, then I gain power, I gain prestige, as soon as I gain money. Fear mongering is a a technique that has benefited many people over the ages. Politicians sometimes gain by, if it's not for me, the world's gonna fall apart, give us power. Environmentalists, we're the groups, we're the only ones who can guide civilization forward. We're going to run out, we're going to lose, we're going to have... They frighten people. Fear-mongering can sometimes affect people's behavior, and if you know what that behavior change might be, you can sometimes profit by the fears of others.
14: So if others have said, and this is the language that struck me when this matter was in committee, before it failed under suspension of the rules here, For good reason. This paragraph struck me. According to the Federal Emergency Management Agency, quote, imminent threat alerts include natural or human-made disasters, extreme weather, active shooters, and other threatening emergencies that are current or emerging. So the existing IPOS uh, system explicitly covers this issue, which again takes you back to than what this debate has materialized as. The soon-retired gentleman from Michigan on the Republican side recited an event in North Carolina where Little League teams withdrew from a, a tournament because they heard shots. The police in Wilson say that they, have no, they had no evidence that there was an active shooter involved. That, so that incident had nothing to do with what we're talking about today. And yet, the gentleman from Michigan offered it in support of this bill. The gentleman from Illinois, or the gentleman who just spoke about the Highland Park shooting in Illinois. By the way, according to the wisdom of the majority and some Republican senators, uh, we passed support for red flag laws. Well, Illinois has a red flag law. That person had been implicated in all circumstances that a red flag law ought to respond to. It didn't work. We've been doing gun control since 1968. Are you satisfied with the trajectory? Does it salve your conscience to speak in a loud voice about how outraged you are and do something else that has no capacity to solve the problem because you refuse to grapple with the problem? I've said that all along. I'm going to continue to say it. It is not the prevalence of guns. Because, here's it's but for causation, ladies and gentlemen, we've always had guns in ample supply across this country, always. But until the 60s, you never heard of a a mass shooting, and they've increased at a rapid rate in recent years, so it's not the guns that has changed. Let's look at what may have changed. Hmm, we've changed the culture. Could that be it? Could that be the reason that some reckless idiot in an automobile leaving the area of that little league tournament was engaged in gunplay, firing off a weapon that never would have happened at an earlier time in this country? The same political forces that tried to change the culture and succeeded is the is the side that wants to eliminate gun rights as the answer to a problem they've created.
15: The gentleman has expired. Still... <laughs> 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 I'm serious, What <laughs> Hey, baby, hey, baby.
8: Hey, baby, get the bubbles over this part So much drama in the LBC, it's kinda hard being Snoop D go double G. But I somehow, some way, keep coming up with funky ass shit like every single day. May I kick a little something for the G's and make a few ends as I breeze through in the morning and the party still jumping cause my mama ain't home. I got bitches in the living room getting it on and they ain't leave till six in the morning. In the morning. So what you want to do? Shit. I got a pocket full of rubbers and my homeboys do too. So turn off the lights and close the door. But for what? We don't let them hold. Yeah. So we gon' smoke an ounce to this. Jeans up, holes down while you motherfuckers bounce to this. laid back with my mom I got me some secrets Jean. everybody got their cups but they ain't chipped in, now this type of shit happens all the time, you gotta get yours before I gotta get mine, everything is fine when you're listening to the D-O-G. I got the cultivating music that be captivating hate, who listens to the words that I speak as I take me a drink to the middle of the street and get to Mac into this bitch named Shady, she used to be the homeboys lady, and when I tell that bitch please Raise up off these NUTs Cause you get none of these At ease As I mob with the dog pound Feel the breeze the street in now
0: Fear mongering A big, big, definite big problem In today's society As played during the break Fear-mongering is a way to viciously spread your beliefs and also partially to profit off of it. Why, does, why, why is there a place for fear-mongering in this society when the biggest issue in this society right now is mental health? I can't even begin to tell you how many times growing up that I used to be a victim of fear-mongering. Biggest one being the 2012 end of the Mayan calendar. Anybody remember that? Where it was... um. Where there were rumors going around that people were fear mongering about, oh, the end of the Mayan calendar means the end of the world. First of all, the Mayans are their own culture. The Mayans are their own people. The Mayans believe what they believe. Period. Period. What doesn't make sense to me... ...is... ...anytime something like that... ...happens... ...people... ...immediately want to jump... ...to the end of the world. I mean... Harold Camping... ...who is a quote-unquote... ...evangelical Christian... ...son of a bitch is dead by the way... ...he was predicting... Judgment Day. But if I remember correctly, in the Bible, no one knows when the world is going to end. Not even the Son himself. Only God knows when the world will end, and it will come like a thief in the night. See, I've always said that if certain people, like Evangelical World's, are going to predict... The world's demise during big events... Like Y2K... The Mayan calendar... Planet X... Niburu, Or whatever the fuck it is... Or Nostradamus... It's like... If you don't want to... Oh, Jesus Christ... This is tough... By no means... Am I condoning suicide? I think suicide is a very big problem. What I am saying, however, is... I guarantee you... A lot of people... A lot of people... Have... Ended their own lives... Because they were... Their anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder... Was so bad, was so bad that they were worried that it was actually gonna happen. I mean, I remember during the 2012 bullshit that, you know, I was even afraid. I was afraid. I went outside every night. And a part of me was wondering and seriously afraid that another planet was going to smash into our planet. I was legitimately afraid of that. Even though I didn't try, I had thoughts of not wanting to be a part of the apocalypse. But there are people out there who went through it a lot worse That they actually ended their own lives because of the bullshit they heard from others who were fear-mongering. Ever since... Jesus Christ, I hate being sick. Ever since the 2012 end of the Mayan calendar bullshit. One of the things that I have been against is fear-mongering. Because I realized that every single time some person predicted the end of the world they've been wrong every single time. They have been wrong every single time. Only God knows. But what I'm saying is if these evangelicals Are ready for the end of the world. And I hate to say this. But if these evangelicals are ready. And hate society for what it's become. Then we can't stop you. We can't stop you if you want to quote unquote go to heaven. Not saying that there isn't heaven. But instead. Instead of fucking fear mongering. If you're sick and tired of certain things, don't let the door hit you on the way out. See, what a lot, and I'm not saying everybody because my grandpa Ben is an evangelical and he's a good man. He's more reasonable. But I'm talking about like the old, old, old school back in the day. Like if you have sex before marriage, you're going to hell. I had sex before marriage. Um, that doesn't make me a bad person. It just means I love sex. Especially with the woman I love more than anything. Doesn't mean I'm going to hell. I mean, who knows where I'll go when I die. But I'm not out there fear I'm not out there saying, oh, you're going to go to hell for this. I'm not like people out there saying that if two people of the same sex love each other in a romantic and sexual way, I'm not saying that they're going to hell. That's their God-given right. Because as it's said in the Bible as well, Jesus loved everybody. So, why would the fear mongering? Jesus was a Jew. He got, he got stoned, like stones threw at him by by Christians. Jesus was Jewish. And he still loved everybody, even though Christians who worshipped God We're throwing stones at Jesus just because he was a Jewish. And Jesus was the son of God. So why the fear mongering? Why the fear mongering of saying, Oh, if two gay people love each other, then they're going to go to hell. Why do that? I know plenty of people who are gay... And they're great people. They're great people. More power to them. Like I said, I don't care about the outside. I care about who they are on the inside. Does that mean that I prefer it? For me? No. I love women. I love tits. I love pussy. Period. I am hetero, not homo. But does that mean that I'm against it? No. A lot of my friends from back in the day were gay. And they were all great people. And I wish they were all doing well. But again, does that mean that I'm gay or bi? No. There's one thing. And one thing only in this world that I love, and that's women. Why? Because women have, number one, good heart. And forgive me for saying this, I also love tits and pussy. I love tits and pussy. Period. But I'm not going to sit there and say, hey, if someone is gay, they're going to go to hell. First of all, that's judging that's judging on the outside. And I don't play by that shit. I care about what's on the inside. If if anybody is happy with whoever they are, then they have the right. Like I said many times, I am 70% liberal, I'm 30% conservative, but I'm an independent... With mainly liberal views. And one of the things I believe in. Is gay rights. Love is love. That's. That is okay with me. If two people love each other. I don't care. Good for them. More power to them. Love is love. Jesus loved everybody. God loved everybody. He sacrificed his only son on the cross to die for our sins. But if if it says in the Bible, God and Jesus loved everybody, what is it with people fucking fear-mongering? Especially some who use it to profit off. I mean, Jesus Christ. If if two guys want to give each other cowboy butt sex, more power to them. If they want to suck each other off, more power to them. That's their right. If women want to scissor each other, who cares? Doesn't matter what's on the outside, it's what's on the inside. Why fear fear-monger? And fear could go any fucking way. It could be fear mongering with religion, fear mongering with society, anything. Why fearmonger? I mean I just opened up today's show with fear in the fucking media. In the fucking weather. And I'm going to do that. I'm going to do another segment. But politics. For closing. For tonight's episode. But right now I'm talking about everything else. Why do we fear monger? What place does it have in our society? It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Someone is gay, who cares? If someone is something else, who cares? God and Jesus loved everybody. Why do we fear manga for ratings, for the fucking weather, for fuck's sakes? Like I said in the opening segment, Is it because no one watches the weather every other time of the year? Could it also be because everyone else in the meteorologist community in Central Texas is getting their ass kicked by Avery, who is honest and doesn't fear monger? Because sooner or later, people are going to catch on the fear mongering. Or people just fear monger because they're sick in the head. No wonder why people don't necessarily want to go to church. I mean, for fuck's sakes, I don't go to an old school evangelical church. I have a church in Austin with the Queen that I go to, and they love everybody. They love everybody. I like that church. Because they don't judge. (coughs) Sorry. I'm still a little. (coughs) Still not 100%. But they don't judge. And they don't fear monger. Sex is sex. Who cares what kind it is. I even said. I even made a joke the other day. I even made a joke. The queen might walk in, and if she hears this, I apologize. I always said, I always said, actually, no, 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 no. You know what? I'm going to keep this private. I'm going to keep this private. And I'll save this, actually, for a different episode down the road. But sex is sex. Who cares what kind it is? Everyone has the right to love each other and everyone has need. Why judge? Why be fear mongering saying oh if you have sex before marriage then you'll go to hell? I mean for fuck's sakes Adam and Eve were fucking naked. You don't think that they fucking doinked? I'm sure they did. If we if We were going to go to hell for having sex before marriage. Why did God give us dicks? Why did God give women tits, pussy, and ass? And ass. Seriously. So why judge? I mean, look at Trump, for example. The dude tries to go off like he's evangelical. But yet the dude fucking... Is caught on Hollywood, Access Hollywood, or whatever the fuck it is, with the whole grab it by the pussy. So he's the one to talk. Madison Cawthorn, former congressman of North Carolina, he was caught in a gay sex tape scandal. You don't think Ivanka and Jared do some fucking dirty shit behind the scenes? What about Trump Jr. and Kimberly Gullifoyle? Bill Clinton, for fuck's sakes. If anybody out there judges you and fucking fearmongers about sex, look at them with a very annoyed face saying, okay, dude. Okay, dude. Why fearmonger? Sex is sex. Why fearmonger about that? We all have needs. We all have needs, bro. Why Fairmonger? Going back to the profit. I'm gonna use COVID as an example. The world turned upside down during COVID. The world turned upside down during COVID-19. And you want to know what happened? Because of it, certain people, Trump, basically fear-mongered and said COVID-19 is the China virus. You know what some stupid people did then? Started being discriminatory against the Asian community, which is wrong. Why? because that certain group of people were fear-mongering. They were fear-mongered. What's with the fucking fear-mongering? Tell lies just to make a fucking buck? Well, here on my show, I tell the fucking truth. I tell the fucking truth. Am I perfect myself at times? No. But do I lie just to make a profit? No. I'm here to tell you all the fucking truth. The real truth. That is why my show is called State of the Real Union. It is. Going back to the weather. I know Texas isn't used to the fucking weather. But you know what? Has anything close to Winter Storm Uri happened since Winter Storm Uri? No. Has every single prediction of the end of the world come true? No. Not even close. Why fear monger when it comes to the weather? Why fear monger when it comes to to religion why fearmonger when it comes to religion and sex once again if we were going to go to hell for having sex before marriage then why did god give us guys dicks why did god give women vaginas tits and ass because we all have needs Anybody out there who judges people for having sex before marriage, you really seriously are going to sit there and say with a straight face, oh, I've never had sex before marriage. Bullshit. 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 It is like the most common thing. Because again, Adam and Eve, you don't think they fucking got it on? They probably did. They don't write about it in the Bible because everybody uses religion for the most part as part of their fucking agenda. And one of that agenda is fear-mongering. So why fear-monger? Why fear-monger when it comes to all of that? Why? 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 That's a question that I'm still asking to this day. Again, some people are probably using it to make a profit. Some people are doing it because they're sick in the head. Or I don't know. But enough with the fear-mongering. Stop fear-mongering around kids. Stop being hypocrites when it comes to sex. Just just knock it off. Knock it off. Because number one... Especially when it comes to sex... If you say don't have sex before marriage... Okay, I'll, I'll believe that when pigs fly. I'll believe that when pigs fly... When anybody out there says... That they haven't had sex before marriage. Besides. I'm going to do an episode on sex. Down the road. Because sex is great. I love sex. So many great things about it. Especially to do it with the woman. That I love and care about. Number one. Because we're fucking hot. And we make magic baby. But number two. That's like a physical way. Of feeling closer to her. Because I want her to know that she is beautiful. So many great things. But for some people to sit there and say, I've never had sex before marriage, bullshit. Bullshit. Stop with the fear mongering, y'all. Stop with the fucking fear-mongering when it comes to religion. Stop with the fear-mongering when it comes to stupid bullshit, end-of-the-world predictions. Stop with the fear-mongering when it comes to sex. Because at the end of the day, most of you who are fear-mongering and going along saying, Oh, I've never had sex before marriage. Bullshit! Bullshit! I'll say it one last time. If God didn't want us to have sex... Why did he give us guys penises and why did he give women vaginas, tits, and ass? Why? Question to ask yourself. And just enough with the fear-mongering with profit and anything else. It has no fucking place in our society. Period. When right now, the bigger thing we need to address is mental health. Mental health. And right now, the progress towards fixing the stigma against mental health. Oh, that's one last thing I want to address. That's another reason why I have a war against toxic positivity. And I'm sorry to say this, but this is where I blame my mother. This is where I blame Destiny. She was absolutely a fear monger. And I say that, and I don't give a shit. Because Destiny was a fear monger. Nobody wants to be around you if you're negative. Bro, yet I was fucking suffering because of you. You and that bitch of an ex stepmom of mine. You both were definitely fear mongers. The only difference is, she knew better. You kind of knew better, but you were fucked up. I mean, for fuck's sakes. So much more I want to say to that. But my point is, my mother used to be a hardcore fear monger when it comes to toxic positivity. Enough with the fear-mongering, y'all. Enough. There's no place in this society for fear-mongering. And if we're gonna fix the stigma against mental health, we have got to fucking cut the bullshit with fear-mongering. Because when you fear-monger, it makes you look like a fucking hypocrite. Especially when it comes to religion. There are... So-called evangelical Christians out there who fucking fearmonger for money, but you want to know one of the sins is in the Bible? greed 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 is a sin in the Bible. in It's a sin. But a lot of people fail to see that or choose not to. So again, knock it off with the fear-mongering. Knock it off. Anywho, I'm going to take one more break. When we come back, I'm going to do one more part of fear of stop the fear-mongering. And this has to do with politics. If the Democratic Party does not want a second term of Trump in 2024 for another four years... Then they need to fucking wake the fuck up next to close out the show next.
3: Special issue of The Atlantic that features essays from 24 writers, each outlining the threats they say a second Trump term would pose to the United States. Tell us about it.
10: Uh, Yeah, the the, the thought was uh, simple. We have a lot of writers at The Atlantic who spent many years covering different aspects of uh, Trump and Trumpism. And I wanted just to pull them all together in one uh, easy-to-read package, uh, one, one copy of the print magazine. Obviously, it's online right now at TheAtlantic.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I wanted uh, our writers to describe, as best as they could, what would happen in their areas of expertise should Trump become president again. And the theory, of course, is that the next Trump presidency will be worse. The, 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 the restraints will be off. There won't be any "Quote unquote adults in the room anymore." Um, McKay Coppins has a piece about who would take jobs and who would get new jobs in the next the Trump administration, as one example. Um, I have you know a multitude of pieces. David Frum on talking you know who's been very very early on uh, writing about the threat of autocracy, writing about what this with this uh, would look like. Tom Nichols, many of the many of the Atlantic stars of the Morning Joe cinematic universe are, are in this issue. Uh, Tom has written about. Um, What would happen to the military should Trump become president again? Caitlin Dickerson on immigration and and on and on and on. What I what I wanted was a a package, you know, an easy to understand package. Like, Look, this is what is going to happen. And it's not just pure speculation. It's it's as you point out, all you have to do is listen to Donald Trump. And the people and the loyalists around Donald Trump, he's telling you what's going to happen. He's going to use the power of the Justice Department to persecute, not prosecute, but persecute his enemies. Um, we, we know what's going to happen to the civil service. We know what's going to happen on immigration. We know that that the, the, the generals that we count on to be apolitical when they run the military, we know that they're in danger and that they're going to be replaced by... Um, I think the technical term would be nut jobs. Um, this is all, this is all apparent, and so I wanted to put it in one place early, and and with any luck, you know, at Christmas, maybe yeah. people could read it and uh, bring it to their yeah. relatives who are on the fence and say, look, here's yeah. what's going to happen. Do you want this or do you not want this? That's very simple. And again, let me just yeah. let me just say because this is really important. This is not partisan. Right. This is not about Republican ideas, conservative ideas versus liberal ideas or Democratic ideas. Um, This is about uh, this is about standing up for democracy. This is not about Republican ideology. This is about Trump's predisposition toward autocracy. Well, and. and
3: we begin this evening with fresh warnings about what we could see in Washington and across the nation should Donald Trump return to the White House. Remember, he is currently a defendant in multiple cases. And right now, his as his trials are set to unfold, as he is making his pitch to voters for a second term over the last few days, he has been on the losing end of several appeals in two of his trials. The gag order in the New York civil fraud case remains and his claim to be immune from prosecution in the federal election case has been officially rejected. But several reports are indicating Trump is making plans for his next administration despite these legal setbacks. The New York Times reports it will be more radical than the first. And the former president and his advisors, extreme ideas would have a better chance of becoming reality since the forces that restrained him would be weaker this time around. The Atlantic magazine's latest issue is devoted to sounding the alarm about what Trump 2.0 would look like. As we like to say on the 11th hour, the truth matters, but only if you hear it. And in the interest of the truth, I want to share some of what Donald Trump told a live audience in Iowa this weekend and we warn you, it is not true.
2: Joe Biden is not the defender of American democracy. Joe Biden is the destroyer of American democracy and it's it's him and his people have to take our country back. Because the fact is, Americans don't like fascists, we don't like communists, we don't like tyrants. If you had a real election and Jesus came down and God came down and said, I'm going to be the scorekeeper here, I think we'd win there, I think we'd win in Illinois, and I think we'd win in New York. Never forget, our enemies want to take away my freedom. Together we're taking on some of the most menacing forces and vicious opponents our people have ever seen.
3: Reminder, Donald Trump, who has been indicted in federal court for trying to overturn the 2020 election, is out there calling Joe Biden the destroyer of democracy. That is what many would call projection. Former January 6th committee vice chair Liz Cheney is also warning about the threat of the former president. Here's what she told our colleague Rachel Maddow earlier this evening. We need the rule of law to function, and that means you have to have a president in particular um, who takes seriously his obligation to uphold it. You will take those people who were the most radical, the most dangerous, who had the, the proposals that were the most dangerous, and he will put them in positions of, of you know, supreme power.
15: Hmm. Now, yesterday, we were thrilled to have the vice president back here live yesterday. And apparently some conservative media outlets who were watching... Which is shocking because they always say, we don't watch that show. But I guess you but do. You do. <laughs> I guess you do. Because they were really triggered by what she said, particularly what she said about the possibility of you know who getting another term. Take a look. I am scared as heck, <laughs>
7: Yeah.
15: which is why I'm traveling our country. You know, there's an old saying that there are only two ways to run for office either without an opponent or scared. We don't run away from something when we're scared. We fight back against it.
14: This is a repeat
7: of the 2020 strategy, which is to fearmonger about another Trump presidency, to claim that democracy as we know it is going to end. And quite honestly, this is the only strategy that is available to them. I hated that she said, I'm scared to death.
15: Mm-hmm.
5: Here's
3: a vice president of the United States Say, I'm scared. We're going to win. It's going to be fine. Like, where's the
6: confidence
1: Kamala is running to be the first female commander in chief and the ladies of primetime didn't think I'm scared as heck sent the right message Did Kamala even prepare for this interview The question is what are they scared of It's like do maga
15: supporters have some type of disease or something Yeah <laughs> You know <laughs> you folks are the snowflakiest people I've ever seen <laughs> You don't know what she's scared of you don't know you haven't been listening to what this man has said he's going to do on day one, how he's treated women. You don't think we're uncomfortable when somebody says, yeah, I'm the guy that got rid of, you know, Roe versus Wade. What do you mean, what are you scared of? You're a, uh, okay. I'll just well, pose,
9: but,
15: <laughs> you know, it's too, I can't mess up now. <laughs> to but, what you just uh, said, yes, the ma'am. guy himself has said, I'm going to be a dictator on day one. I'm going to roll back Roe v. Wade. One of the few times he actually told the truth. Mm
10: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
15: And that is what you should be scared of. And Kamala, basically, she's not personally scared. She's scared for the country. Because the country will have a problem if he is in office. And he also will go after his enemies. Hello? Yeah. I mean, that's that's what I I think (laughs) Alyssa's at risk the most. (laughs) I I think that's what I took away from it. You know, I mean, yes, she's the second most powerful person in the world. And she's telling you, be very, very afraid. She's explaining to you that our our democracy really is an experiment. We're a very young country and that experiment can fail in the hands Mm -hmm. of a dictator. Mm -hmm. We've seen it happen in history. There have been great nations that no longer exists because of someone like a Donald Trump. And so I want the second most powerful person in the world who happens to be a woman. Tell me, be very, very afraid. And what I liked about the interview yesterday is that she at this point i hope i never hear again she is not qualified to be the president that's right because she had the temperament she had the knowledge she had the demeanor she had it all and i think she proved to the world in my opinion she is ready to be that heartbeat and she will learn more more as she keeps speaking she gets she's gotten better and better so I personally thought it was her strongest moment for two reasons. Um, she's telling the truth, that's always a good thing mm-hmm. for politicians, but it's motivating. Um I quote it all the time, but
9: if you want something to play with, get a guitar. 너와 in it, gim that'll make it 손은 stepping like one to five and guitar Cause I know you know Oh baby oh I love you no, more you know Oh baby oh I love you no, man, you know.
8: Want something to play with, get a guitar, get a guitar, get a guitar, get, get, get a guitar, yeah. get, 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 get a
9: guitar, get, 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 get a guitar. Yeah. Why wow. me?
0: back everybody. I want to thank you all for joining me here tonight. Um, before I continue with closing the show tonight, um, I want to give a shout out to the following people. Um, first and foremost, as always, the love of my life, my best friend, my soulmate, my first mate, and all of the above, and the mother of our cat daughter, and our fish son, my love, Nicole. If it wasn't for her, I would not have the strength and the motivation to do this, to try to build an empire, um, a media empire. And then most importantly, I want to thank all of you for joining me on this journey to this point. We are now officially at 29 followers and counting. Like I said many times. This is going to be a long journey. But it is a long journey. That I am going. To look forward to. Um, and I just appreciate y'all for joining me. Uh, on this journey. And I love you guys. And y'all are also the reason why I'm doing this. Because. I am looking to change the fucking game. So. To my love and to all of my supporters, I love you guys. Mwah. This is for you. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to close the show tonight with this with a final thing on fear mongering, and this time it's involving politics. So I'm going to say it one last time tonight, and I am not going to say it anymore. I am neither Republican. Nor am I a Democrat. I am an independent who wants what's best for the future of this country and society. But ladies and gentlemen... If the Democrats do not want another Trump term in office... Then they need to wake the fuck up themselves. If a lot of you remember... um. A few or about a month and a half ago. um, I had my grandpa Lou on with me to discuss um, politics. And one of the things we discussed is. When I first started getting into politics. uh, Back in 2016. Eight years ago. I was a rookie as a liberal. But as I've gotten older and like I said many times, we are lacking a middle ground. While Republicans are not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, I am starting to see as well that Democrats are not perfect themselves either. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll give you a few examples of how the Democrats need to take a look at themselves in the mirror themselves. Number one, the 2016 election. And what I mean by that is if a lot of you remember my grandpa Lou and I discussed this, Trump didn't get elected just because of possibly Russia. He got elected because the establishment wanted Hillary Clinton. They just wanted the same old song and dance. They were not willing to change themselves. So the leader of the DNC at the time, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, screwed who I thought was the rightful candidate, Bernie Sanders. So a lot of supporters at the time who voted for Trump were Bernie Sanders supporters because Bernie Sanders was actually about change not the rest of these establishment democrat fucktards again republicans are not perfect themselves but neither are the democrats and that is something i had to learn that's example number 1 example number 2 The only reason why everybody, myself including, voted for Biden in 2020 was because of COVID-19. If Trump handled COVID differently, Biden wouldn't be president right now. Biden wouldn't be president. A lot of the country was so panicked. For this reason... I'm fine with it. But because of it, a lot of scandals have come with the Biden family as well as the Trump family. Hunter Biden. Fucking sex addict and is being labeled as a traitor for his business dealings with China. And a crackhead. President Biden is being named the same thing. But that's not just what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the inflation situation. And the fact that not a lot of change has unfortunately happened under the Biden administration. So what I'm saying is this. Once again, I can't stand Trump. The only thing I like is that the political books... That were an inside look at his presidency. I enjoy those quite a bit. I actually find them very entertaining. But other than that, I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm not a Trump supporter. But here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. The more the Democrats are doing what they're doing, they're making Trump, unfortunately, look right. And if they want to keep playing this game and not prosecute him, it's looking more and more likely that come this year, Trump will be back in office. I hate to say it to you, but unfortunately, it will. But unlike everyone else, I'm not going to say doomsday, judgment day, and all that shit. Because, ladies and gentlemen, here's the truth. Neither side of the political scale is perfect. I mean, Jesus Christ. While Trump's biggest failure was COVID-19, Biden's biggest failure was inflation. Was inflation. Yes, Trump had dealings with Russia, probably. But now they're saying... That Biden has dealings with China. Yes, Trump went on a lot of trips to Mar-a-Lago. But but Biden is going on a lot of trips to Delaware. There's hypocrisy on both sides. So, what really annoys me is when people like Vice President Kamala Harris are saying they're scared as hell. Well, Kamala, listen to me, sweetheart. If you don't want Trump in office, number one, I will agree with something that a Fox News person said. You're damn sure are excluding confidence. You don't sound confident. You don't. If, and if you are so confident, if, if you don't want Trump in office again, First of all, sound confident. Sound confident. Second of all, second of all, do something about the issues that modern day Americans are facing. Number three, include encourage the rest of your party to prosecute him. At this point, and Stephen A. Smith said it on his podcast once upon a time. The more the left waits to prosecute him, the more it's making Trump look like a fucking genius. As much as I hate to say it, it is. Do something about the problems. Because what it is, it's making the left... Look like a, oh, we're never wrong. Oh, we're never wrong. If anything, it's making you guys look even more wrong. And I'm an independent with mostly liberal views. But because of shit like I've seen in Austin, what the fuck am I supposed to believe? Am I supposed to say... The left is 100% perfect? No, that's not what I'm saying at all now. If anything, the left is just as much a fault as the right. Again, doesn't make me Republican. But I damn sure am not full-on Democrat either. That is a fucking fact. I mean... While the, Dem- while the left is strong on most things, they're not strong on crime... Case in point, Austin, Texas, used to be one of the safest cities in America. Now it's one of the most fucking dangerous. Y'all heard my subway situation. Y'all heard about what happened to Miranda. So, look. Once again. Nobody is perfect. Nobody is perfect. But. To sit there and say. You're scared as hell. About a possible. Trump second term. Well if you're scared as hell. Then do something. Prosecute him. Do better on your part. And then maybe the American people. Would trust you more. The other thing. I wish the American people would start voting independents in. What we need is we need a fucking third party. Not just Democrats, not just Republicans. We need the independent party in Congress as well. Because what is going on is not working at all. Lesser of two evils is basically what it is right now. So I'll say this. If you want something done, if you don't want Trump in office, then do something about it and wake the fuck up. Okay? Okay. Bye, Felicia. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I close. I want to thank you all for joining me here tonight. Um. Again, it is good to be back doing production. Um. I've been sick all week still not 100% but I'm a lot better than what I was um, again um, if anybody out there is fear mongering if anybody out there that any of you my supporters know is fear mongering get the fear mongers to cut the bullshit it has no place in this society because how is the world going to get better and end the stigma against mental health if fear especially when it comes to toxic positivity, takes place. It's, it's fucking disgusting. So remember, stay safe. Stay warm. And as always, when you feel what you want to feel, you're being real. And while I get this on, when you're being real, it is a very, very... Very, very, very big deal. So until later this weekend, I love you guys. Uh, The Queen and I are going to try, keyword try, to do the Miami Recap episode. And if not, I'll be back in a couple of days with another one. So until then, y'all, I love you guys. And I'll see y'all soon. Until next time, peace and love, everybody. And you know what's next. See y'all soon. Bye.
9: does it look like in heaven is it peaceful is it free like they say does the sun
0: Here. Uh, thank you all for listening to my podcast today. Um, if you like what you've heard, uh, please leave a review. Rate me five stars. I can use all the help I can get. Um, but if there's anything I can improve on, um, still leave a review. Let me know what I can do to um, do better. Um, again, I cannot do this without your guys' help. Spread the word, spread the love, spread. Spread the realness. Thank you guys, and I'll see you all very soon.
8: Allow me to reintroduce myself. I'm in the empire business.